Welcome to Reinventions in Between, your go-to podcast for real stories of reinvention that happen between life stages, career changes, and living abroad. I'm Sarah Coggiola, a life coach and intercultural trainer, helping people on their quest to what's next. In each episode, my guests will talk about why and how they took the leap and seized the opportunity to change their life. Let's begin. So that was the big challenge, was just really trying to sort out who I was when I no longer had the big company and the title um, attached to my name. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm sitting with Linda Mueller, founder of the Expat Partner Coach Life Coaching Practice. Her own expert partner journey led her to trade her traditional corporate career path for a life of adventure in Tokyo, Abu Dhabi, and London. She's now repatriated in Chicago. Linda is a certified life coach and mentor who empowers expert partners, accompanying spouses to create a life they love, one that flows through the ups and downs of the expat repat cycle. Welcome, Linda. I'm very excited to have you here today. How are you? Thank you, you, Sarah. I'm doing well, and I'm very happy to be here chatting with you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I'm very passionate about the topic of reinvention, and that's why I wanted to start uh, a podcast to be able to tell stories of amazing um, change uh, through life or career and to give voice to women who have um, dared to take the leap. And so my first question to you is, how did you come up with your invention idea? Well, I have to say, I almost believe, not. I think that reinvention found me because I was really going down this path of focus on the corporate career, stay in a big company, travel around. I really, I always wanted to travel in my life. And so I thought that having a career in international business was the way to do it. But my husband came home from work one day after we'd been married for a few years. And he said, what do you think about moving to Japan for my job? And it really set me off on a completely different trajectory in my life because I was in my dream job and I didn't want to let that go. But then just as I started to follow my intuition and I said, okay, let's go. I started to realize that there are a lot of other opportunities out there. And that's sort of how the reinvention found me because I just let go of everything I'd been holding on to thinking I should do this and then I should do that. And I just started experimenting and it's one thing led to another. And then I ended up having my own business. Wow, that that's really uh, <laughs> impressive. Um, there, there are some people who might be frightened or scared about all these happening and not being able to lead or our own reinvention. But most of the time, uh, things really happen um, for a reason, and we are not choosing to uh, change our life or career. But right. opportunities come up, and so. What I'm, I'm also curious about, what, uh, what challenged you most at first, at the beginning? 
or during the transition, because of course, I suppose it wasn't easy. And then Tokyo is also, in Japan, is a very different culture, if you think, mm. uh, uh, from another point perspective about culture transition. Well, the funny thing is, is I'm telling you my story in hindsight and I'm sounding very confident and I charged forward and I experimented and I was curious. But the reality is, as you said, it was really difficult and I was terrified that I had made a huge mistake. I remember one of the first nights I was in Tokyo by myself sitting on the floor in my apartment and looking at these bare white walls. Our shipment hadn't arrived yet. My husband was off on a business trip and I just thought, what did I do to my life? Because I was, I hadn't started, I ended up doing some consulting for my the company that I worked for in the US when we lived in Japan, but I hadn't started doing that yet. And I was trying to make friends and get us established. And I just knew that everything that I had to let go and that I couldn't hold on to everything like I, had in the past, but it was really terrifying. Um, and I think the biggest challenge that I faced was that my identity was so tightly bound to my career that all of a sudden I wasn't Linda with the big title with the big company. I was just Linda. Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't okay with that. I mean, my husband's colleagues would talk about how hard he was working and I took it almost as an insult. Like they didn't think that I could understand what he was doing or what a corporate career was all about. And I know they didn't mean it that way, but that's really how my ears heard it because I really had a lot of work that I needed to do over the next couple of years to really just get confident with being me and not living a life of shoulds, as I call it, because I now realize that my corporate career was really full of a lot of should statements. Mm -hmm. And I just, over time, as the reinvention sort of penetrated my, my being, then I really started to understand that I wasn't living quite as authentically mm -hmm. as I should have been. And I'm using should myself now. But I really wasn't being very authentic. I was doing what I thought I should do and not what I really wanted to do. And that's very important because many people who really tend to identify uh, their own, uh, you, you said, my identity and myself were uh, tightly intertwined with the job or corporate um, career. And, and you are suddenly... Um, face with, with what is my identity without a job title. And, and that, that's, I think, it's an important process if we think in adult life as well. If we're placed into um, a context where we have to, to do something else, uh, it's not that easy. Um, so very interesting to hear your uh, your perspective about, about these and and it should be an opportunity for everyone to um, to be able to know get to know ourselves or without having um, that corporate career label um, and and so this led to. Um, a big change for yourself. So you said um, when you were in Tokyo, um, you you did a lot of volunteer work helping um, entrepreneurial expert partners. What what did help you um, in your 
reinvention process? So what happened was I was doing consulting for the company I worked for in the U.S. because in Japan, their largest subsidiary was located in Tokyo. So I was able to work there, but I was doing it as a consultant. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me start to realize what it would be like to have my own. And then I was doing some volunteer work for the Run for the Cure Foundation in Japan, doing sponsorship for them. And I started meeting all of these entrepreneurial expats and some Japanese people that were trying to do business with the expat community. And I started doing it for fun. Like I started, well, the volunteer work was obviously volunteer work, but then I started doing some business consulting with these people that I was meeting through the volunteer work. And it was so fun and so fulfilling because a lot of them had a skill or a talent that they were passionate about, but they didn't have business experience. So I was helping them put the business foundation in place and their marketing strategies. And it was just so fulfilling and energizing. And I would do it for fun. And then I started noticing over time that they were always insisting on buying me lunch if we were meeting for over lunch, or they would show up with a gift for me and just say, thank you so much. And then all of a sudden, it just dawned on me like, wait, this is almost like a payment, maybe there's actually value here. And it was just like, the lights just went on. And I thought, well, this is actually something that I, I might find quite fulfilling to to be out on my own. Um, But then over time, I realized that, um, so I was doing it as a consultant, but I realized that I would be able to better serve my clients if I would get certified in coaching. And that way they would own the work that we were doing together versus me just consulting to them and giving them my advice and opinions. Because then when I would step out of the equation, they would sort of drop the work that we'd been doing because I was basically doing all the business work behind the scenes. So I was getting certified in life coaching and um, with a business focus. And then one thing led to another. We had the big earthquake in March of um, the Tohoku earthquake in um, 2011. Mm -hmm. And the problem, I mean, there was, it was so tragic and it was so extremely stressful. And I realized that I was spending a lot more of my time, even before the earthquake, doing general life coaching with my entrepreneurial expat partner clients than the business consulting. So I just realized that that's really where I could add value is taking all of the experiences that I've had as an expat partner that had to go off on her own and find purpose and meaning in her new life and um, share all of that with the the clients that I've been working with in, in terms of helping them find their own purpose and path and meaning in, in the, the um, path that the journey that they were on with their partners. And that, that's one of the things that fascinates me on how when we are placed in, in or given new opportunities and we work with other different skills and it's something that I teach also in my reinvention webinars on how to rethink or repurpose all these skills that becomes transferable skills. So what we are capable of doing in one given t- context and, and, and the switch uh, of shifting the perspective, how can we apply it in a different uh, setting, in a different country um, with a completely different type of client if we are, uh, for example, um, um, selling services instead of products? Is it something, I suppose, that you also use in your um, uh, coaching practice? I do. And, you know, I think part of what it gets down to is what 
is your genius. And I actually, there's a book that I read many years ago and it was one of the first books, like now everyone talks about, oh, my superpowers are this or my genius is that. But this guy wrote this book, I think his name's Dick Richards. And I think the book was released in 2011 or 12. So it was quite a while now. And it's a series of 30 exercises that you go through to really get at the core of your genius. You know, what is it that is a common connector across all of the things that you do? And some of the exercises feel a bit repetitive, but it's really just making you dig down. And it's basically the crux of what we do as life coaches also, right? Just continue to help our clients dig deeper to really uncover the answers to the questions that they have from within. And this book changed my life because it made me realize that my genius is creating connections. And before I went through all these exercises, I mean, I was doing this all on my own. I was doing, a, I, I call that the first three and a half years we lived in Japan, a crash course in personal development, because I, I read every book I could get my hands on. <laughs> I was just constantly um, just thinking about like, this is such an opportunity that I have here to be plucked out of my normal busyness and have a chance to continue to work the way I used to, but also to explore some new things. Um, but because I ended up moving around quite a bit, and like even in my career, I've I've changed companies several times. I started to think I was a dabbler, and I didn't have any expertise. But when I used this book, I realized that all of these things that seemed disparate actually had a lot of common themes. And what it really boiled down to is that I'm really good at connecting people with other people and information that they need, and that sort of the value that I add with my group of friends as well, because somebody will mention something and I either have an idea or I can connect them with someone that can maybe help them. And so once I realized that this was actually a valuable trait, then it just helped me not make sense of what I'd done in the past. Like there was always these themes of being um, a person that was resourceful and uh, a leader or at least a, a peer connector um, and then it just made sense of my my whole career, maybe even my life. And I built everything I've done since I, I found this knowledge. I have been really using it to make me feel secure with the decisions that I've made. Because I, I feel like anything I've taken on since then, if I feel like I can use my ability to create connections, both with people, myself, and then also with the other with other people and information that they may need that I know I can be successful. I love this new definition of your superpower making connection. <laughs> <laughs> I I really think that uh, for an expert partner, being able to uh, reinvent and find a new identity or a new career is a superpower. Um, for sure. And and with this podcast and and um, the vision that I have to tell these stories, to encourage and inspire, is also to um, really let all the people know out there that they have other opportunity and, and with work that they can do, um, like the self-development, personal development that you have uh, been through, is, is a great process. Um, and we have a lot of additions of what we are already capable of doing. Um, so it's, it's really... Um, exciting in in every aspects 
there's all also, of course, the scariness of the beginning, the challenges. Uh, we want, don't want to tell that everything is easy. No, absolutely. But how meaningful is this process on a personal level as well? Um, it's really something that I want to highlight. And I like the fact that you you said in, in, through the conversation and the question that we were working together, uh, this was a great part of your personal development uh, going through this process. Um, and it's something that not everyone considers. Um, so I really recommend um people to go through and and consider it. Thank you for sharing your research about um, your genius at work. We will add it to the show notes so people can can have a look at it and find these research. Um, I really like um, another thing that I like that you mentioned before were your values um, about authenticity. You said at the very beginning. Um, um, And values is something that we all use a lot uh, in coaching practice. Do you want to tell me more about this? So I use my values as a filter for every major decision that I make. Now that I've realized, now that I've aligned my values with my actions in my life, I think in the past I was, I would have shopped for values like, oh, I should say I'm an honest person. And I should say that I value family, but going through the different value exercises that we all go through when we're training to be coaches and then with our clients, it's really getting down to what is important to you. And if you have your actions aligned with what's important to you, it makes life so much easier. I mean, I realized when I was younger, I mean, I loved my career. I never thought I'd walk away from it. And it was so important to me. But I was, as I keep saying, I was doing what I thought I should do based on how I was raised and the people that I went to school with and all of that. And the reality is, I think I could have been very happy staying on my corporate path, but being plucked out of my busyness and just dropped into Tokyo with an opportunity to reinvent myself, I think it gave me the, um, what's the right word for it? I mean, it allowed me to be uh, curious. It allowed me to experiment and to really say, this is what's really important to me, Linda, not the not the Linda that I wanted everyone else to see. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the values. And then if you align your actions with your values, it makes your life a lot easier. Um, and then I also just moving forward with the values, it, it, then you really can start to understand like, what's my purpose? And why? Like, what's my why behind what I'm doing? And then what, if you just keep digging down deeper and deeper, it's like, I feel like you can find a way to make your life so much more meaningful and purposeful when you've just had that time to sit with yourself and really think about these things. Um, I think otherwise, we're just so busy in our lives, just running from one thing to the next. And we don't really take that time to sit back. Um, and think. I, I tell myself that that move to Japan, the first move, was a gift because, it, you know, it, when I first got there, I, I thought that I would just start working for my US based company and just that I wouldn't really in, have as much free time as I ended up having. And that was a gift because that is where the reinvention happened. It wasn't sitting 
in an office in Tokyo. That that wasn't the reinvention. That was the safe place. Um, so that's yeah. I think just really taking the time to understand what's important to you opens up opportunities. Uh, I love your reflection about this aspect, uh, and that that is probably the first step of a transition where you normally either move to a different country and trying to to find a job in your industry because you you have been trained and you learn how to do one thing and you try to do the same thing in a different place mm-hmm. but not it's not always a linear path um for many um it's impossible also for uh, their job title and so maybe they have to uh, train again even if they are doctor or uh, psychologist mm-hmm. there are many professions who are dealing with these um uh, challenge actually, but I also loved uh, how how you describe it, and and I see um, a reference with the two images that you have on your back, and I thought this duality, you know, so everything that we learn or a career uh, name tag or a definition, and then stepping into we what we really are, so uh, and and how we do things and what we love, uh, so bringing the the personal aspects and the professional aspects together and blending them, um, I think it's um, it's um, an amazing result um, that these reinvention process. Uh, processes can really bring to us um, and yes um, um, I think it's also important to mention that for those who are not familiar with values purpose uh, being aligned uh, which are very uh, common term, terminology in coaching practice um, I'd like to mention that one of the main reason that people uh, decide to reinvent is really um, a midlife crisis, midlife or mid-age crisis. Uh, Mm -hmm. And normally, not not just because a person has had to move abroad um, for their partner or spouse career, but another way of reinventing is really once you reach a certain age and you start questioning the worth of what you have been doing for so long, um, and this is, um, it will be covered in another episode of this uh, reinvention podcast, because I think it's really important. Not everyone is in the same space, but um, those reinventions are amazing um, transition, transformation that brings gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to conclude this beautiful conversation um, with your advice. So your gift to the listeners. <laughs> so my advice would be to look at your whole life, because I think as we're reinventing ourselves or going through a big change, if you make a change in one area of your life, it's probably going to have an impact on other parts of your life. So a, a coaching tool that we use is the Wheel of Life. and Your listeners can Google that. There's a lot of examples online, but it's a nice way to actually look at the key areas of your life. You can edit it to have it fit your specific circumstances. Um, And then you can start to look at where you want to make changes and what's most important to you. I think we talked quite a bit about values, you know, in terms of 
what is important to you. And, and as you kind of line all these things up, you know, what's important to you? What are your goals in life? What um, and what's going on in your whole life, then you can marry that all together and start to set goals. And so what improvements do you need to make? What um, goals do you have that you want to achieve? And it's important to do all of this with a sense of flexibility, because as life goes on, we don't know what we don't know. So you're, you're going down this path, you're working towards your goals, and you might find some new information or opportunity pops up. But and then you might want to just jump and take advantage of it. But I think the more we know ourselves, we've talked quite a bit about values. I think that allows us to make these decisions. Um, it might feel like you're having to make them on the fly, but if you're confident that you know what you want and what's important to you and the kind of person that you want to be and the type of life you want to live, it makes those decisions much easier as we go along. That, that's a great suggestion. Um, thank you, Linda. And I really think that gives uh, um, good advice and tips for everyone, not, ju- not just the people who are super p- busy planner and they want to have everything <laughs> forecast right. or, or those who really don't know what they are doing, don't even check the destination if uh, they are sent to a different country. <laughs> but uh Taking this exercise is really is really nice, and and as as you said, we nobody would have expected a pandemic, but being flexible, as you said, is one of the and and resilience are two major skills that I really think people would have to work on, no matter what. And even during pandemic. Um, there were gifts and opportunities. If you think uh, that all these activities that pivoted online, um, all, all different uh, way of, of doing uh, everyday life tasks or uh, working uh, in education, um, even shopping has changed. Uh, if you imagine the, the growth of the online sales uh, since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. So there are, there are always um, things that are unexpected and we, we learn on the way how mm-hmm. to, how to uh, react and cope with it. Um, thank you so much for your time today. I will add all the information in the show notes. And um the listener will be very happy to to get all these insights thank you so much for being with us today linda thank you for having me sarah and congratulations on your podcast thank you thank you for listening now i want to hear from you what's your number one takeaway from my conversation with my guests We would love to hear your comments. You'll find all the links in the show notes. If you're curious about reinvention, go download my free guide, Your First Steps. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you'll never miss the opportunity to spark curiosity and get inspired on how you can navigate change in your own life.